Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Get Snagging. If you are in the process of buying or have bought a new build property, then this podcast is for you. My name is Ian Lively and I run Lively Professional Services, a new build snagging company. If you would like more information, then why don't you check out our webpage at www.livelyprofessionalservices.co.uk, all one word. So in this week's episode, what are we going to be talking about? Well, something that's really close to my heart. What does a professional snagger do? The majority of new build home buyers probably don't consider using or have heard of a professional snagging company. Buying a new build home or apartment is probably the most expensive investment you are ever going to make. And I appreciate your hard earned money could be spent on more important things other than a professional snagger. Whilst I fully understand this, my advice is please give this some serious thought and protect your investment. So why hire a professional snagger? Using a professional snagger who has the knowledge and experience in the house building industry to identify legitimate defects is a great investment and will give you peace of mind that your new home has been built to industry standards and it conforms to the current building regulations and standards. If you were thinking of employing the services of a professional snagging company, my advice would be to start this process by doing your research as not all snagging companies are the same. Ask questions and even give them a call. Do they freely give their advice without any sales pitch or pressuring you into using the services? A good professional snagging company will also have case studies and other useful information available for you to easily access on their website. Most importantly, you want to hire a professional snagger that has your best interest at heart and not the developers. Once you have made your mind up upon the company you want to use, you need to agree on a date and a time for them to inspect your new home. On the day of your inspection, your professional snagger should arrive at least 10 to 15 minutes early. You should then discuss any concerns you have and ask any questions that you might have thought about. Remember, there is no such thing as a daft question. It doesn't and has never existed. So when should you boot your professional snagger? My advice is when you have decided on the professional snagging company you are going to use, book them the minute you know your completion date. You will be usually given a window for this date from your salesperson on site. This is because most professional snaggers are usually booked up weeks, if not months, in advance. So talking to your professional snagger and penciling in a date as soon as possible will secure your preferred date, even if your date changes as it sometimes does, will ensure you get the professional snagging company of your choice. Don't expect to book your professional snagger within a week or 10 days notice. This could be difficult and might leave you disappointed. Once you've taken legal completion of your new home, your builder is more than likely going to ask you for a snagging list. They will usually want this within the first 7 to 10 days after legal completion. Don't panic, this is usually to identify snags such as scratch glass, chip wall tiles or kitchen units and this is part of their procedure and in no way restricts you from issuing them with another snagging report at any time within your two year warranty period. However, I do recommend you have your survey carried out as soon as possible after legal completion. Doing this should give your builder enough time to address any defects within your snagging report. Your site manager will want to get any snags done before you receive your customer satisfaction survey. This is usually delivered within six to eight weeks after legal completion and your builder will want you to return a good survey which is either satisfied or very satisfied which goes towards the 90% of satisfied customers they require to give them their five star status. 
Don't forget, they're also a bonus on the number of good surveys they get and won't want you to give them a bad survey. You can use this to your advantage. The snagging survey process should start at the footpath, checking all your boundaries and garden areas, followed by all the elevations of the house, including the garage and roof. This would include all elements, including doors, windows, materials, or anything else that has been used. After the outside has been completed, the internal areas of the house are next, starting with the front door and hallway, moving into the downstairs room, systematically checking for any defects in woodwork, plaster, decorations, kitchens, wall and floor tiling, and including any fixtures or fittings. Once the downstairs has been completed, next it's the stairs, landing, and onto the first and second floors, including bedrooms and bathrooms. The last area to be inspected is the roof space, which will conclude the snagging inspection. Once the inspection is finished, the surveyor should sit down with you and go through the report and explain what has been found. This is to make sure you have a clear understanding of the issues and they should also answer any questions you might have. How should your snagging report look? Well, snagging reports can vary immensely from a simple handwritten description of the snag with no photographs or a location or even a trade assigned to it to a fully professionally formatted report with photographs, a clear description of the defect and its location and including assigning a trade who should rectify it. The report that you receive should have been conducted in a systematic fashion which makes it easy to follow. You may still wonder... What do professional snaggers actually do? I suppose, to put this in a nutshell, they give you peace of mind and give you satisfaction knowing that your new built home has been built correctly. Having a professional snagging report makes it much easier for your builder to understand the defect and rectify them. Having spoken to a number of builders regarding our reports, the feedback we get is that they are well received because they are honest reports and have not been inflated with nonsense which some professional snaggers fill the reports with. It's so easy to bolster a snagging report with numerous items that are not necessarily defects in the eyes of the builder or warranty provider. I would certainly question any reports that have over 150 or 200 items. Are they genuine? Are they genuine defects or issues included in the report to make it look impressive? If they are genuine, then my question to your builder would be, how has this house passed its inspection and CML? It's important to make sure your snagging report is easy to follow. It should have been conducted in a systematic fashion and should include a clear description written in a language your site manager can understand and should also include the location of the defect, which will save any tradesman time when trying to find it. So now that you've got your snagging report, what do you do with it? I would advise sending it to the developer's customer care department. There are several reasons for this, which are, your developer has a record of the report, the customer care team will monitor it with the site manager to make sure the jobs are done, and you have a record should you ever need it to go to resolution with your warranty provider. My advice is you should always send any snagging list by email, never ever by phone, to the customer care team to make sure it is logged, even if you are going to give the list to the site manager. Send it to customer care and ask them to log it on your file for record purposes. So as we come to the end of this podcast, good luck with your snagging. And if you have any comments or topics you would like me to cover, then drop me an email to socials at livelyprofessionalservices.co.uk and I will do my best to answer them. If you would like more information, you can also visit our website at www.livelyprofessionalservices.co.uk. Don't forget, all one word. Or our YouTube channel at livelyprofessionalservices.co.uk. If you have enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes, then don't forget 
to like us, review us, and subscribe to keep up to date with new episodes on whichever platform you listen to your podcasts on. It really does help us to improve the channel for you. So until next time, thank you for joining me today, and I look forward to talking to you soon. <laughs>